0: This show is in memory of my grandmother,
1: Virginia Christine Colmeyer.
0: My grandmother was born October 15th, 1923 in Klamath Falls, Oregon. She passed away the year my daughter, Jewel, was born. But before that, they grew a bond and my grandmother loved her very much. This one's for you, Grandma. Warning you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. Should we record, Simon? No. No, we shouldn't record.
1: Simon, you should come in here and say something in the mic.
0: You should. You should. You should come say over so- here. Say
1: something that to be the listeners. You gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now.
0: Well, Jewel and I gotta record, we gotta record, we gotta record. What's, what's up, what's, what's up? up? I'm Sarah, the mother.
1: And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What the F is Lady like? Human rights. You think you know them, but these are what they are. Human rights are the basic rights and freedoms that belong to every person in the world, from birth until death. These basic rights are based on shared values like dignity, fairness, equality, respect, and independence. These values are defined and protected by law.
0: Welcome, welcome. If this is the first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome, guys. So we're recording in our kitchen yet again. So you may hear the dog bark.
1: You may hear some doors shutting.
0: You may hear the kids.
1: (laughs) Any random noises you just may hear throughout the show.
0: We're going to be talking about mental illness. And we're going to go back in time. You know, one of our most popular shows is anxiety when we talk about mental illness, things that we can do to, you know, help us, right? But I would like to actually dive deep into the mental institutions that were here in Oregon.
1: Yeah, because they have some secrets under their belt that they're keeping
0: hush-hush
1: and... Things that happened there were just not okay. People weren't treated how they should have been treated.
0: So back in the day, mental illness, right? Mental illness. They didn't know quite how to treat mental illness, but guess what? It is 2021 and you still don't get it right.
1: But And then also, um, things that were considered mental illness back then... Isn't considered mental illness now. Like, for instance, for being gay, that was a mental illness and you got put in somewhere for that. So, for instance, like there's a couple of things that are now like changed, but for sure, there is primary, big, huge mental health problems going on in this world and they need to be addressed better and they weren't addressed good back in the day. And so that's what we're here to talk about.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people, when they think of, you know, our mental institutions here in Oregon, a couple things um, come to mind when you talk about it. Number one would be the movie that was filmed here in the state, Mental Hospital here in Salem, Oregon, was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which the actor was Jack Nicholson. That was filmed, I believe, in the 70s or something like that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to go into this a little bit. People are so fascinated, you know, when an actor goes to a place. Mm -hmm. And the other things that I hear about is the hauntings, you know, having, having these institutions be haunted. And they're so fascinated about that. The other thing is, the tunnels. People are like, the tunnels, the tunnels. You know what I'm more interested in? What actually happened within those walls at the time that these institutions had patients?
1: Well, I'm back to referencing to the movie, something that's super, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but to me, I think and find it very disturbing that they had actual real patients that were at the hospital in the it it, it, like you saw them fully struggling like in the movie and that was their actual real life struggles and i feel like that just i feel like they didn't know what they're doing
0: so it's just messed up yeah within that movie um there were patients that were being filmed within that movie
1: I don't even think they fully understood the magnitude or what was going on to them, honestly, um, to how severe these patients were and what was being done to them and how sedating they were with the medications they were being taken. They just were all sorts of out of it. I don't know. I just didn't, It just didn't seem right. And then um, for our family, it was not. A movie that was talked about in our family due to our family history and so my first time watching it was actually being a grown grown adult probably when it? it was like a year ago mm-hmm. i think it was like a year ago and seeing those as it was very i don't know for me it was hard to watch and I think me and you even struggled watching it, and we moved on to a different show because we were having a hard time watching it.
0: Yes. So the history in Oregon, the Oregon State Hospital in 1800s, all of a sudden people started realizing that there were some mental illnesses going on. The state of Oregon opened up their first insane asylum in 1883. Now, on the advertisements, this was a safe place for the insane to go. Isn't that crazy, Jules? Safe place.
1: I mean, hearing... I mean, any of this type of stuff that's happened back in the day, I, I... It sucks because, you know, they were the ones to have to learn as they go kind of thing. But they could have done better. And I just I just really don't agree with how they did things and how they've had things in place. I think things should have been way more thought out, better.
0: So, there's these institutions by the state of Oregon where their family They would have outbreaks of anger, destruction, inability to communicate with other people. They can go in and receive treatment away from society in a controlled environment. The Oregon State Hospital, by treatment of many types, they would use restraints, And they would put people in straight jackets. They would use sedatives. They would use means that in my, under my brain would be inhumane.
1: I think worst of them would be electric shock to the brain. And that wasn't, I don't think, developed until a little bit later. But when that came into play, they totally misabused that power And among other things, like injections of things, like definitely misabused it because there have been multiple, multiple, I I don't know, patients of these hospitals and their families coming out saying that these people were worse after these treatments. Like their mental health got worse. And That, to me, is not okay. You shouldn't be trying to make people worse. You should be trying to make people better. And that's not what they did. These people were, to them, like their test dummies, and they just didn't care. And they just wanted to test all their treatments on them.
0: And that's what it was back in the day. That's what it was back in the day, was they didn't know. They didn't know anything about mental health. Right? They didn't know. It was a bunch of... Trial and error. So guess what, Joel? In 1958, the population of mental patients increased and peaked by 3,545 patients. They had to start opening up facilities all over the place in the Dalles, Columbia Park Hospital, which had to shut down in 1973. Wonder Why? Damage State Hospital in Wilsonville, and they had to shut down in 1995. Holiday Park in Portland, which is still currently open. Oregon State Hospitals operated by DHS, which is Oregon Department of Health Services. So they had to start like opening these facilities up all over the place all over the place. 2012 the main building where One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was filmed they shut that down because of course the 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 tiles were falling off, off from the ground and you know it was becoming like you know just not a building that could stand, right? Mm. So they made it pretty much a a, a museum a museum where tourists go to look at how this was done, you know, how the institution was ran. And you can see, you know, shackles. You could see how the, you know, beds were into the ground and all this crazy stuff. Of course, there is still that institution today There's one in Junction City and one in Salem. So I'm going to tell you something. Insanity. Insanity. In 1894 to 1896, this was the report. And I'm not going to list every single item on here. But some of these is the reason why they claim the causes of insanity were for. Brain softening, female one. Childbirth, female four.
1: Dude, I just... Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, childbirth is gonna fuck you up. <laughs> I agree with that, 100%. Why, there should mean... Yeah. I mean, there should be more than four. Shit, just saying, just my opinion. Fuck, making a, making a child and giving birth to that child—that's called. That's postpartum, dude.
0: Disappointment in love. Male one, female two, total of a three.
1: Oh. Hmm. Disappointment in love. Like, does that mean like you don't?
0: So there wasn't that many people going crazy for that. So let's 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 go down a little bit further. Epilepsy. I feel like my, male 22, female 8, total of 30.
1: But like epilepsy though, I don't feel like that is like an insane thing. I really feel like that is something that's still even now being still studied. Epilepsy where they can't, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't cause that. Say that's insane.
0: Grief, males two, female five. Hmm. So let's get let's skip over over to menopause. Female six. Hmm.
1: What the old age is considered insane? I mean, dude, I know some old people that go insane, but I wouldn't consider them like. Insane, insane to go into an insane asylum.
0: Right, right.
1: I mean, I know some crazy old people too.
0: See, oh, back what? in the day, morphine habit. Males 18, <gasps> female 5.
1: Sunstroke?
0: Sunstroke, yeah. How many is that? Five. five. And that's male. Male. Mm hmm.
1: Oh, dude. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. For unknown. How many is for unknown?
0: Almost all of them back then.
1: Dude. 199 for male 76 for women that's because they just fucking just want dude they didn't want to they didn't want to tell you guys
0: it's because they didn't know so it's documented here i'm going to make sure that this document is going to be in the description below so you can see it all that way we could uh you can look at it too of the reasons It's It's pretty pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy.
1: Spinal meningitis, you're not insane for that. You get some of these things, man. I'm just saying. Ill health, like, I don't know. Loss of sleep.
0: So before I tell you a current status of where everything's at with uh, these institutions... Let's just talk, we're going to talk about Damage Hospital. We're going to talk about Fairview, which is in Salem. I didn't even know about Fairview. Fairview Hospital, it was for um, those that, what we would call disabled. um, Nowadays. And that needed, that had special needs. You know, children that had Down syndrome. For a hundred years, they provided a service and an institution, and they had little cottages, and it was almost like a like a their own little village. Those that uh, were unable to take care of their children, their children would be living there um, on these on these you know same premises
1: detected and the family agrees that their child needs institutional life, the local court step in or voluntary commitment may be arranged. After proper medical recommendation, the child is committed to Fairview.
0: I never even knew that these institutions even existed. I never knew about Fairview and I never even heard of it. It was like such a hush hush little institution, right? It closed down in the year 2000. How the hell would I have not known about this? Do you want to know how I didn't know about this?
1: Why? How? I didn't know. I mean, I was too little.
0: I didn't know about it because, you see, people don't talk about things that are such a secret in your family or is such an embarrassment in your family. Stuff that is not supposed to happen and they tuck away and they hide it, right? That is totally not cool. Not cool. Every human being, every human being has a right to live. Now, some I mean, obviously this just closed not that recently ago. I mean, 21 years ago. These people are using their voice and talking about that institution now. Um, Those that did not have disabilities, but their parents did, so they weren't able to take care of, they're talking about it. I don't know if families back then thought that they were doing the best thing. They would do things like, um, back in the day, they would make sure that you did not have any children. They would euthanize you as a human being Mm -hmm. if they felt like you were unfit to take care of any children.
1: Which is so crazy now because they're like forcing people, basically, to have children, in a sense.
0: And also, these people had to tell them what time to go to sleep what to eat what times how many meals a day they can eat what clothes to wear the list goes on and on and on if they did not abide by it they would get in trouble and you hear these interviews and it's just it's just sick, it's just sickening to me
1: like could you imagine not being a mean person being a nice person and being put in these places because f- your family is saying that you're mentally ill and then you're basically getting treated like you're crazy, like crazy, crazy. Like you, you, some people in there for sure, yes, murdered people, did fucked up crime shit. But then there's majority, honestly, really, they needed better help and they didn't get it. Then a lot of it, people's problems that they had whether it be even just minor mental, like depression or anxiety or things that were just simply minor in, this, in a sense to like these cases. And then the treatments that they were getting was making them get and have other illnesses. Like people would get schizophrenia or other types of whatever, I don't know, bipolar. And they, Like they, they would get more raging pissed or silent so they were and it's all anything under the board and it's just to me that's crazy they should have had better it's just these people were test dummies to them
0: and that's exactly right so each each and every one of these institutions that i'm going to mention it was a trial and error
1: right i feel like the people there didn't genuinely care if these people got better like I don't think they cared if they got better. They just cared if their treatment was successful. And some of the treatments is just far insane because the treatments would just make them not be a person anymore.
0: That's right. They did. Before we go into the next part, which we were we're gonna go into, um, we're gonna talk about what were the classifications to be institutioned, right? then we're going to go into Damage Hospital. But before then, Joel is going to tell you about these amazing people you need to check out.
1: Got to check out one of our favorites, Jesse Spongberg at urbansurvivorman.com. Check him out. He's always great. He's doing great things right now, guys. Check out Josh Larson, dying on the Inside. He has, I think he's popping up with... Um, random shows here and there around in Oregon. And it's always fun to see what he's doing and see little skits of his. He's super funny, guys. Check him out. And he's doing great with his show.
0: And he just has a new episode coming out. Check it out. Check out Dylan's Glass Art.
1: His his name is Dylan, but it's Dylan's Glass Art. It's on Instagram. And we'll have all these links down below and you'll have it in
0: all of our little titles and descriptions don't forget to like, follow us, right share it, share it tell your friends tell your tell your
1: moms, tell your dads, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your cousin don't, don't, don't tell your kids this is inappropriate for kids, don't tell your kids even though my kid loves our show (laughs)
0: So, Joel, do you do you even know what qualifies you to go into a mental hospital?
1: Like nowadays or like back then? Let's just, let's just,
0: this is the classification that they have.
1: Like just for now, like currently. Feeling
0: really sad.
1: Oh, I'm feeling dead. Okay, what else?
0: Really frightened. Or if you're feeling out of control. Have physical symptoms of self-harm alcohol, or drug use, or eating disorders, what? Experiencing hallucinations, seeing or hearing things that are not there. If you have thoughts of hurting yourself or others.
1: I mean, I'm just going to kind of out myself there. I'm not going to tell you which ones. But like, at this point, I should be going to the fucking mental institution right now just saying I mean we all know this I've been very open about my mental health I'm have depression and anxiety so it it did but like there's ways to try and handle that and figure that out outside of being put in a place but that's just crazy I feel like I don't know I feel like it would have to be more so I mean it's definitely self harm and wanting to harm others That's a big, huge thing. You shouldn't want to do that. But
0: Everybody's body is a battlefield, is a war zone, right? It's a war zone as far as the things that you do to your body, the things that you put into your body, right? And as far as emotional brain, Trauma can come from a very young age to your adolescence to being treated very, very poorly as an adult. People don't stop and think what they can do to a child, an adolescent, or an adult over a period of time.
1: And I want to remind people that, um, and I've we I, we've said this in multiple shows. Everybody's body is different. Yes, we you know whatever we have same bloods and all this stuff, but everybody's body reacts to different things differently, and that goes to show within mental health with treatments, with surgeries, with anything, any like how my body is going to react to one thing and my mom's body is going to react to that one thing is going to probably be different. Even though we are related and she's my mom, we have different reactions to things because our bodies react differently because our bodies are built differently.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we can use COVID, but everything is different, you know. You know, one example is I handled COVID differently than Joel handi- handled COVID. Now, could that be because I was vaccinated and she wasn't? We don't know. It could be. It may not be. You know what I mean? Um, I will use an example of I, I developed a rash when, when, I, had, when I was in the deep in COVID. Joel developed a rash afterwards. Is that because of COVID? We don't know. You know, it's just everybody's body's differently. And...
1: Well, so that's why I was saying, like, one treatment, one all for ADHD or depression or anxiety, one thing is going to fix it all. No. You really need to assess each individual person as their own person and how you can make them better, not just that disease or illness or
0: issue. So... In the medical field, there's plenty of studies that we've already talked about in the medical field. There's studies that are being done, they analyze things, you know, they treat people, they you know, study, study, study. The human body and their behaviors, every human is different. I'm gonna tell you. My grandmother, Virginia, was the toughest person that I could ever meet my whole entire life. She was misdiagnosed. She was in and out of mental institutions. She had many children. She um, was in Damage Hospital in Wilsonville. She was at the Oregon State Mental Institution. And, you know, us diving into this, you know, puts you into a dark place going through all of these stories, right? And I listen to people and how ashamed they were of their family members, and it breaks my heart that they would have to hide it. I'm not ashamed of my grandmother. I feel that she was a fighter. I feel that in the end... ...of her story and her life... ...we had a little bit different answers. My grandmother was diagnosed with schizophrenia. She was treated for many years. They sedated her. They shrunk her brain by giving her shock treatments. Um, they, they put her on some heavy medication... For years and years and years and it she wasn't herself. My grandmother was a very beautiful artist. She was she could draw. She was very I, I remember pictures of her and she she was full of life. And when they sedated her, it just wasn't her. Um, and she would talk to herself, and then she she would kind of hallucinate and stuff like that. Um, later on, older, older, she was like older, older, older. They said, "Well, <laughs> they misdiagnosed you this whole time. You're not schizophrenic. You're bipolar." What? They switched her medication and guess what? She started getting up. She started doing things. She started cooking. She started and I'm like she was a completely different person after all of these years and she had the wrong treatment. I don't know of anything as far as how they treated her in these hospitals. I don't know any of that first firsthand. I don't know if anybody in my family members know. I know that a lot of times people would worry and be in the back of their head, you know, am I going to have this? Am I going to develop this mental issue? You know what? There isn't one fucking person out there today that doesn't have some sort of symptom of mental illness. I will never be ashamed and I will never hide what my grandmother had to go through. I am proud of her. And having to sit here and listen and dive into these institutions, it made me it made me stronger, but it made me feel like she was a strong person.
1: She made it out.
0: And she made it out. She ended up with her family. She didn't go back in there. But the whole purpose of these institutions was it was supposed to be meant for a temporary treatment for people to go back out into society and live with their communities.
1: But to get the proper treatment. The closest thing that I can kind of relate to is, and I have to thank um, having the parents that I do for this and like actually like noticing the differences of stuff and like my behavior. So I had a bunch of struggles growing up, but it wasn't due. My my parents are great. It had nothing to do with my, my mom and my dad. Um, But... Due to those struggles, I was acting out. And it was really bad. Like, it was super, super bad. And so my parents were kind of like, they didn't know what to do. And so I was went in and seen psychologists, therapists, counselors, anybody, literally anybody under the sun. And what basically what their evaluation was, was they kind of, it was kind of like these two medications. First, I was on this one medication and i don't know what happened with that one but i think i started like acting worse or i don't know what happened with that but the 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 one that i i don't remember it but i remember how i acted a little bit towards the end was the like final straw and um I, how old was i
0: mm you're in elementary st- school.
1: So okay, elementary school. So I was young, and I'm taking. I'm I'm telling you these horse pills, like huge horse pills, and um, the effects of these pills were making me as kind of like as if like what a teenager or um, I would say an adult kind of would act like I got into this big huge depression. Something happened, an incident happened to where my brother had to go get my mom. And then my mom's like, nope, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. And that's kind of, those incidences have kind of made me weary of any medications because I feel like doctors don't really look into patients enough to their scenarios and their situations and what's really best for them. Very, very few doctors really try and fight for you and your situation. Majority, it's just a basic standard they're going to help you with whatever the the, the key red flags are and i just i don't trust it and i as an adult they tried to get me on all sorts of other medications and i just don't trust it because it's made other health issues of mine increasingly worse and i feel like they just don't do enough studies and like we have established with our other previous shows is they don't do enough studies within at least for females, they don't because we have a lot of hormones and our hormones are different within each female. Some women have more, more hormones than others. And we have different types of hormones that affect us in different ways. So I mean, and with that, and when I'm seeing a lot of these institutions, majority of them, I feel like are women,
0: yeah, a, a lot of them are women, but I, I mean, I am se- noticing like males, yes. you know, a lot of males. But um, back when it first started, I saw I noticed a lot of females. Yeah. And I got to say, in the 1950s, screw you. I did not even look at a lot of the advertisements in there. Women in the workforce, you know, mental illness. I mean, mental illness is on the rise. I mean, I could not even stomach that stuff. So um, this is what the F is ladylike. What the F is ladylike, guess what? We're not very ladylike. I got to say, Smith Elliott is a local here in Portland. A little shout out to her. She is a female. Um, She started work Um, on what, you know, I never knew what Damage Hospital looked like. It's just over here. It was just over here in Wilsonville. And, you know, before it got demolished, um, she got to go in there and shoot the, the building, right? And she got to go in there with, at the time, the maintenance guy. And there's a lot of eerie, creepy shots that she did. But she ended up, props to her, she did go in there, and she she formed a relationship with some of the residents and the workers. She opened up for them to share stories about that hospital, you know, get information. A couple of um, the stories that are on there, and I'm going to put that link in the description. You know, a lot of times, I got to tell you, people are more interested within the um you know, the creepy, the haunted, the, you know, I'm going to vandalize. I'm going to break into this institution. There's a story on there under corridors. And, you know, some kids were trying to, you know, get in and vandalize this place. And they ended up getting locked in because it was a mental institution. <laughs> they, they couldn't get the hell out because the doors would lock. Right. Um, that was pretty funny. Idiots. <laughs> I mean, like put two and two together right there. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people were fascinated within the tunnels. Well, you know, not only did did this institution have tunnels, but you know, the Oregon state um had, had tunnels also.
1: Oh dude, we got tunnels all up in this bitch in Portland.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, during um, Smith-Elliot visit to the institution of Danish Hospital, you know, all, all of a sudden, like, the music speaker started, like, coming on. But, of course, it could have been rats that was messing around with thing that was going on on the second floor. But what I would like to actually state... You had different types of people that would go into a mental institution. Like I said, those that committed crimes that, um, you know, that they seemed like they didn't deem fit to stand trial, that they were mentally ill, they didn't know what they were doing, they were, you know, you've heard about those things if you've, you know, watched any kind of crime um, series, right? And then there was those that um, would be somewhat like bipolar or they didn't they didn't quite know you know and they would they would you know hallucinate
1: honestly i feel like there's some that had special needs and just wasn't treated for special needs and i mean like there's all sorts of types of special needs that need to be associated and uh, addressed and i feel like um a lot of these patients had some sort of special need but was treated as insane or a mental in, and you you're not insane or mentally whatever if you have a special need that just makes you special and awesome
0: yeah <laughs> so let's say there was one word for you know the criminal and then one word for those that were harming themselves and one's that were you know they were all like intermixed right they were being sedated there was like screams there was like the unsleeped there was you know over and over and over again now how would you not go crazy how would you get your treatment and be rehabilitated and be able to go back out into society I'm going to tell you there was I'm going to go back to the state because damage hospital before I end this on the hospital. Damage Hospital Damish Hospital closed in 1995 that building got ended up getting torn down before I say anything guess what what's going on in 2021 in Portland, Oregon do we have any mental illness that's happening in the street? Can you stand there in the middle of the street in Portland, Oregon, and look around and say, this person needs some a little help?
1: But yes, people sit there and point and laugh and have no sort of sense of understanding or care. People literally simply just don't care or give a fuck about other people these days.
0: So I'm going to tell you something, Joel. The state proposed 60 beds in, in Wilsonville, 60 beds. What the hell is 60 beds going to do? So I was like, okay, they're going to do something. I'm wondering if is this is the same location where Damage Hospital was torn down. I don't know where it's at.
1: Wasn't it said that we have like 15% or almost 20% of our population living on the streets? Or, like, there was, like, a crazy amount of percentage saying that they're living on the streets. Well, That's not enough.
0: I was like, okay, well, good. They're going to help. They're going to do something, right? N- not as, like, back in the day I'm going to treat people. But actually help, right? These these 60 beds are temporary. These 60 beds are just going to hold a temporary until they can get into the real state hospital. How fucked up is that?
1: Oh, so it's like a tr- it's like a thing before you transition into the regular hospital.
0: There was oh, a judge, there was a judge that is charging um, the state $2500 a-, a day or something like that until this one patient gets in to have treatment. That's me-
1: crazy. Right? That's insane.
0: So, so jewel So Mom. So Luna.
1: Oh, that's a huh? that's a name here in Portland. That's a local artist.
0: <laughs> so Luna. So Luna. So Luna. Well, my dog's name is Luna. Apparently she wants to join us. We had to go get her out of the back so she she's right here. Probably going to be whining.
1: Yeah, she's going to be saying hi to you guys in the background.
0: Yeah, hopefully she doesn't bark too much. So, Joel, um, since the closing of Fairview, since the closing of Damage Hospital, since the relocation of the state hospital in 2012, I got to tell you, there was over 3,500 canisters of cremations that didn't, that the state of Oregon held or didn't get claimed of these patients that died in their care.
1: That's sad. That's really sad.
0: It is pretty sad. There was one individual that filed and got her relatives, I think it was her aunt and her uncle, and they were brother and sister and they were put into Fairview. And she finally got there were their remains so i mean there are others that are just there
1: yeah i feel like there's people who have the mindset of out of sight out of mind and that's just not these are people these are i mean they're humans you have human rights they deserve to be respected and lived up upon those rights and it to this fucking day it doesn't happen
0: no, it doesn't happen. It Does not happen. So, you know, um, I'm gonna go back a little bit before I jump to right now what's going on with uh the state of Oregon. Mary Ellen Mark, she did a fabulous job on 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 a series of shots in Ward eighty one. Ward 81 was a ward that was in the Oregon State Mental Institution. She went in there over a series of time and shot different um, pictures of women and they were in shackles. They were, you know, there's this one And this is the lady who, her name is Brenda. And her quote is, the bodies of the battlefield, because she has scar wounds all over her arms from cutting herself. And that is her quote. When I first looked at this picture, I never noticed her arms. Later on, after reading her story, is when I saw the scars. So, I'm going to put Mary Ellen Marks Ward in the description also. I got to tell you. This, the Oregon State Mental Hospital is in some fucking trouble, peeps. Good. But before I go into the Lund Report, the, the Lund Report was going to tell us, and this is most recently, it just came out like a month ago. Um, In the 1940s, I think it was in 1943, I think it was in 1943. The um, but don't 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 quote me on it. Because, but I know it was in the 40s. Um, all of a sudden, these people started like there was a news report saying like 400 people all of a sudden got illness in um, the mental institution, and people started dying. And I got to tell you what happened: these people ate eggs. It started getting really sick, and people were were dying, and they were getting really sick, and a nurse noticed it. And so later come to find out that the cook was making eggs, and they asked for some dry milk, and what got put in there was poison. That was fucked up. Fucked up, people.
1: That's really fucked up. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, do
0: better. So back then... The news media couldn't even get it right either.
1: You're taking care of that many people and you're that careless.
0: Jesus Christ. So guess what? The investigation because of COVID-19 pandemic. The Lund Report. Patients not getting treatment. Does that surprise you, Joel? No. These are complaints from the staff who are saying that the patients are not getting treatment or other services that they need. One complaint says the staffer says there's a lack of treatment opportunities for the patients, even when the clinic needs have been identified that is one problem another one whoa 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 hold on and it says
1: many programs are no longer offering substance abuse treatment that's a big fucking issue (laughs) that is a huge fucking issue not even just where Oregon like it's a primary huge issue here in Oregon but everywhere like geez.
0: I guess there's some chaos going on on patient transfers at the Salem and Junction City. Son of a bitch. Not our monkey. What do you think not our monkey means? To me, in my brain. I, I
1: mean, that just to me sounds like a very disgusting, derogatory, you know, thing to say. That's the first thing that comes to my head.
0: It, it, what I think it means is those not our monkey. That means those that are there, that they're aiding and assisting, shouldn't be their responsibility, right? Is that what that, that's saying? There, there is inaccurate discharge planning, including patients with high-risk medical issues that a staffer reported. The staff were told to discharge planning for those individuals is not our monkey's. Not our circus. What? Did I read that right?
1: Yep. I mean, yeah, but.
0: Holy crap. Hey,
1: goes back to how shitty hospitals treat people. Back to one of the last episode.
0: Oh, my gosh. It fucking suck, dude. That's bullshit. So I guess they it- don't know anymore. I mean, this just recently came out.
1: I just have to say this though. Don't become a nurse. Don't become a doctor. If you can't handle the shit, if you cannot, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a nurse. Cause I know I couldn't handle it, but if you are becoming a doctor, a nurse, or any sort of practitioner in any sort of field of medical help for people, fuck man. Like, do better. Do better at your job. I know you have a lot of patience, but try and learn and actually know what's going on with your patient to better assess them and don't just fucking push them aside like they're nothing. Because then that's how suicidal rates become higher and higher because people aren't getting looked at the proper ways they're supposed to be looked at. So do fucking better. That pisses me off
0: so this whole bullshit of not our problem this is not our problem guess what it is this is all of our problem mental illness is an issue right
1: and we are we we're a society we live as one as much as you don't want to say oh i don't agree with that person for that or whatever we're here to it, the same goal We are going to live and then we're going to die. But we all need to be able to live happily and healthy. And that shit's not going to happen if people are the way they are. Like, if you have no sense of, if you have the attitude of just helping yourself and no one else, then you're going to get nowhere in life. Seriously, then honestly, it is so much better to sit there and help the next person that's right next to you. You have no idea how much that means. And doctors have such a huge role, and they misabuse their power so much.
0: They do misabuse their power. They do. And even when I was doing this research and looking online, I did notice—I'm not going to name names— I did notice that there are people being sued for sexual abuse within the state hospital— um, you know, I, I've noticed those kind of things. You know, I noticed the judge increases fines and the pressure on the state. I already mentioned that. Um, you know, one job, one thing is that I've noticed over these years. Number one, nobody ever knew how to treat mental illness. It was always a trial and error. There is no firm. I mean, even now, as you know, you can't get in to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist, you know, without being on a waiting list, without, you know, this whole long process. Right. And then what ends up happening is criminal acts end up happening. Right. Or somebody ends up hurting themselves or you know this it just keeps on building 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 right
1: well and then back to the substance abuse a lot of people who struggle with mental illness will turn to a substance abuse of some sort to just block out the pain or they are going to harm themselves in some sort of way because they're just trying to block out the pain or the feeling the sadness or the memory whatever it may be that they're struggling with in that moment and,
0: <clears throat> but, and, here's the thing I know I always say here's a damn thing <laughs> this shit is nothing to just fuck around with people this is this is one's you know state of mind right there are some people that can handle their mental health issues there are other people that can't and if 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 our state and i noticed this when i was you know the state hospitals you know i can't remember if it's in the 40s or the 50s or the 60s but they started taking away the money the resources right and then the staff was over you know there were more patients than there were you know the nurses or the doctors which is similar to what is going on with COVID right now right um, but back then nobody knew how to treat mental illness still today in 2021 people are not treating mental illness
1: no and a huge thing that was in <clears throat> the news here and we were having a person who was having a mental health crisis out in Portland And he got shot by the police because they don't know how to properly handle those situations. And that's what they resort to. Straight to violence.
0: And the police didn't get in trouble.
1: Nope. No. But multiple, when I'm telling you multiple people and witnesses, because this was a busy park where this guy was at, they were saying he was having a mental health crisis
0: and we talked about this when it happened on our show
1: yes and they were saying that it he he was not endangering anybody they should have had better people coming out to better stuff like they should have some sort of because here in portland this is what's happening we have a drug problem and that creates more mental health issues we need better system and better people to show up to these things that know how to better assess these situations because these police officers obviously aren't getting trained to know what the fuck to do and some people are only getting trained for a short amount of time and then become a police officer and to me that's just not enough fucking time It's just like a doctor to me you're there to fucking serve you're there to protect same with the doctor they're there to fucking protect you and make sure you're okay and happy you're healthy but, but, uh, both i mean they both fuck up the police the doctors you need to do better there needs to be a better system in place
0: and in i know we're talking about mental health and mental you know the history the institutions all of that But at the same time, I don't notice a difference when I'm talking about mental health and people and the doctors don't know what they're doing with mental health. I got to say, with any type of health right now, any type of medical condition, I'm seeing the same kind of pattern. I'm seeing the same kind of overall kind of treatment right overall kind of treatment everybody's different their body's not going to react the same you know people get pushed off to the side um over and over and over again people not being properly diagnosed because they're they're like a test dummy and
1: I mean this is not even mental health but for instance for example multiple times i had to go to the doctor in the hospital throughout covid and they didn't even look at my fucking chart and they're like oh well you're a young healthy individual and i I think probably the third time i was told that by a doctor i was like no i'm fucking not i'm like look at my chart and then they look at it and they're like oh you're not oh no you're not and i'm like so know who you're talking to before you fucking speak Seriously.
0: Yeah. And and check the proper vital signs. Um, so, I'm not just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just heard what he said. Check the proper vital signs.
0: It's a little dig on Providence, Milwaukee. Previous episode. Previous episode. That's funny. Hope you're getting your shit together, Providence, Milwaukee Hospital. Um prime example of you know how i kind of feel about these mental institutions no joke that's fucked up
1: but and that's the thing that's scary is like if that's how in our general hospitals everybody's getting treated imagine the mental institutions yeah. imagine like that like oh, and we don't get to see that daily like we're not able to like go there and just right. be like see what's going on Whereas, like, I mean, you can't necessarily just go to the hospital, these, least, but, but you go to the hospital and be in the waiting room and see what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, that just makes me curious to know what's going on behind those doors. Yeah. Now,
0: we can have more discussion on this because it is near and dear to my heart. Um,
1: yeah, I, I want to know anybody that listens that's from Oregon if you have any stories or memories or recollection of any types of things that were going on during this time, or if you have um, even family or friends who have dealt with anything with it, like we'd be so interested in learning more of your guys' stories of this situation.
0: We're a big advocate on mental health and anxiety, you know, and how to get out of that.
1: And human rights.
0: And human rights, which our next episode we are going to talk about the history of Edgefield. That's going to be interesting for you guys.
1: Some shit happened there, guys.
0: Some shit happened there. To me, everybody's interested in the tunnels, the hauntings of these institutions. I'm more interested in what happened within those walls.
1: Same. Same. I want to know what happened to these people. I want to know everything. I want to know what these people have done. I I just want to know everything. How I, like what treatments happened for what situations? So um, we watched the show. It was Ratchet or in it, but it's Nurse Ratchet, and she's a fix. She's a real person, but the show itself was.
0: It wasn't, but it wasn't real. It was
1: way played up and so off, but it was a real character. It was a real character who was a nurse in a mental institution,
0: which is kind of based off of what was the nurse within one. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, which was filmed here in our Oregon state right. mental institution. Yeah.
1: But we, I think, as um, when we first kind of wanted to dive in with recently of my great-grandmother, but my mom's grandmother's, um, you know, more of her situation and what went on with her in the hospital and what happened behind their walls. That was like kind of when we started watching that one movie, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And then we were like, okay, no, this is, this is too much. And so we found that show and the treatments that were done, I feel like, it's a show, but I feel like the treatments that were done had to be super similar to, like, in real life. They had these super scorching hot—I They I wouldn't call them a bath, but it was, like, they would have the water scorching hot, and they'd put people in there. And then they're, like— See, this is why I want to know what they fucking did, because there was that crazy guy who like was drilling into people's heads and was like, oh, but if you relieve this pressure here and it was just insane things. So definitely, I agree with you. I want to know more of what went on in those walls.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, that the show wasn't based off of a true story, but the same procedures. You know, occurred, you know, and Those were the type of treatments. And all of it was very inhumane. I mean, you wouldn't even do that to your dog these days, you know?
1: Yeah, and people treated their animals like shit back in the day, like they didn't give a fuck. And now, you know, people's animals are their companions. They're their family. I think that there's certain people who just blatantly... And I, I... I want to say this is based off of maybe how they were raised, but they just have one scenario and that's their own, their own, their own vision, their own, they're on their own path. And if anybody else is going in their path, they're, they're, they're going to fuck up. Nope. You can't fuck it up. Like they don't want to help nobody. There's so many people that are like that. And it's disgusting. There needs to be more people who get out, go outside of their path and help other people's paths to get through. Like, I mean, So if we all have the same goal, guys, couldn't we all help each other to get there? Like if we all want to genuinely be happy, like that's what I feel like what life is about. You want to be happy. You want to wake up, smile, have a good time, have fun. Like I feel like that's what life's supposed to be about. But people have lost, I feel like the meaning of kind of the same thing with like human rights in like life. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, make sure you listen to our next show. It's going to be a good one too. Let us know anything. Um,
1: yeah, if you know anything about Edgefield, if any, like again, local people, let us know your story So that maybe we'll talk about it in our
0: show. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go way back, way before the McMenamin brothers purchased it. Until next time, I'm Sarah.
1: And I'm Jewel. Peace.
0: What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Come Back Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.